Welcome to Random Bible Thoughts with Russ. We're going to continue John here in just a moment. John chapter 5, verses 23 through 24. But before we do that, I'd just like to you know, remind people that may be listening or watching. I'm doing podcasts also at the same time, recording both video and audio. If you happen to be in the Hill City, South Dakota area on May 20th, we are having the second annual bike blessing. So if you ride, come on by, enjoy some coffee and donuts in the morning. Registration is free. They will be accepting your free will donation uh, for the youth here, there. And we'll have the, the bike blessing, coffee, donuts, bike blessing. Go for a ride up through by Mount Rushmore down in the Keystone and back on around with the police escort. And then after that, we'll have lunch. So if you're in the Hill City, South Dakota area on May 20th, registrations from 9 to 10, I believe, uh, just stop by and go for a ride. Enjoy the some fellowship with other bikers. So. With that said, let's go on into John. John 5, 23 through 24. And here's the scripture. That, And I'm going to back up here. I'm going to go back to verse 22. Let me just start there, actually. I'll have to scroll it back and forth a little bit. John 5, 22. For the Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Truly, truly, I say unto you, whoever hears my word and believes in him who has sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. All judgment, all judgment was given to the Son. I spoke of this in my last study. God the Father gave it to him that he may be honored as the Father is honored. God the Son receives equal honor as God the Father does. Although I'm about to use a word and I don't like it, like this word, it describes Jesus' position with the Father. It is position with the Father. Why not write that twice? Anyways, and here, here's the word, and I don't like the sound of the word, but again, like I said last uh, study, I think I said this also, is it's the only word I come up with. Jesus is subordinate to the Father. Subordination usually results in less honor. The Father has guaranteed that the Son will receive equal honor with himself by committing the role of judgment entirely to him. God has given judgment entirely to the Son so that he will be honored. Therefore, failure to honor the Son reflects failure to honor the Father. Conversely, honoring the Son honors the Father. And this is how the uh, complete Jewish Bible, Philippians 2, 9-11. Therefore, God raised him to the highest place and gave him the name above every name. That in honor of the name given Yeshua, that's the complete Jewish Bible, uses the uh, Jewish words and names, Every knee will bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, and every tongue will acknowledge that Yeshua the Messiah is Adonai, to the glory of God the Father. 
not honoring the Son does not give honor to the Father. You might say that Isaiah 42 8 says, God the Father does not share his honor. I should have put some uh, comment or something. Let me back this up a little bit. You might say that Isaiah says that God the Father does not share his honor. The complete Jewish Bible 8 I am Adonai. That is my name. I yield my glory to no one else, nor my praise to any idol. Consequently, for him to share his honor with the Son must mean that the Son and the Father are equal with one another. This was a clear claim to deity. If Jesus designated himself as the Son and was not God, then it would be idolatry to honor the Son, just as they honor the Father. It would be idolatry. If Jesus was not God, Jesus was not Son of God, then it would be idolatry to honor him. Here's what Wiersbe has to say. The religious people who say that they worship God, but who deny the deity of Christ, has neither the Father nor the Son. The Father works through the Son so that all honor will be given to Him as it is given to the Father. God the Father are equal in nature. God the Son and God the Father are equal in nature. Here's John 5:18b, But He was even calling God His own Father, making Himself equal with God. Equal in works. John 5, 19, 20. So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the Father doing. Whatever the Father does, the Son does likewise. For the Father loves the Son and, and shows him all that he himself is doing. And greater works than these will he show him, so that you may marvel. And they are equal in honor. And just as I just read, uh, verse 24, truly, truly, I said to you, whoever believes in him who has sent me has eternal life. He does not come in judgment. He has passed from death to life. And John 5, 24 is one of my favorite verses. Truly, truly comes from the Greek word, amen, as my earlier study, uh, when Jesus uses, as my earlier study showed, when Jesus uses a double meaning, then we really need to listen up. He is speaking with first-hand knowledge or his own knowledge. What I am saying is true. Amen, amen. Truly, truly. Uh, verily, verily. It's different versions of the same word. I say to you, and again, I went through this uh, truly, truly, and I say to you in previous studies, so the, uh, these are just a little bit short, kind of a recap. Truly, truly, uh, I'm sorry, I say to you, Jesus speaks on the authority of God. When he says, I say to you, Jesus is speaking on the authority of God because he is God, the Son, and part of the Trinity, the triune Godhead. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Jesus has the full right to say, I say unto you. Whereas the Old Testament prophets would say, thus says the Lord. They spoke for God, but they didn't have the same authority that Jesus has, because Jesus is God, so therefore he can say, I say unto you, what the Old Testament prophet said, thus says the Lord. 
Whoever hears my word and believes in him who has sent me has eternal life. Who is whoever? Who is whoever? Whoever appears 346 times at 305 verses in the English Standard Version, ESV. And just a, a little play on the word, the King James says, whosoever. Yeah, same thing, whosoever, whoever. In John 3, 16, 18 through 16, I'm thinking, John 3, 16 through 18, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the Son of God. Whoever isn't a particular ethnicity group or someone who has lived a particularly good, righteous life. Whoever is everyone. I'm a whoever. You're a whoever. An alcoholic is a whoever. A drug addict is a whoever. Whoever is anyone in this world. Verse 24 continued, Here is my word, and believes in him who has sent me has eternal life. What's the criteria for eternal life? Hearing and believing. Acts 16.31 And they said, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. You and your household. In Romans 10.9 because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And there are many more verses. Oops, too far. There are many more verses that belief is the criteria for eternal life. Along with belief would be repentance. I don't think you could be a true, have true belief without repentance. They kind of go hand in hand. You believe, you repent. You don't repent before you believe. Not, not that I would see it that way. There could be discussion on when things happen, but you know, you got to hear it. You believe and you repent. That's my thought there. And here is a very prominent, here is a verse that proponents, prominent, proponents, a baptism is needed that is used in the legacy study bible and i have a footnote here because uh this footnote is exactly how i think of this verse acts 2 38 and peter said to them repent and each of you be baptized in the name of jesus christ for forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the holy spirit okay the footnote there is where it says for, for forgiveness of sins, the footnote says because of. So you can read it this way. And Peter said to them, Repent each one of you and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ because of the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And that's exactly how I feel this verse is really saying. It's not for forgiveness you're baptized, it's because of forgiveness. Uh, there's many scriptures say repent, then you're baptized. Repentance, then baptism. Repentance, then baptism. And I know I'm being repetitive, 
<laughs> but that is how it is used. You are baptized because of forgiveness. It's not going to, it's like going to a doctor and saying, I have a headache. And the doctor says, for a headache, take two aspirin. He's not saying take two aspirin to get a headache. He is saying it's because you are of the headache, you take two aspirin. You are baptized because of forgiveness. Here's another verse I like to use. Mark 16, 16. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. So, if you do not believe, then you're condemned. If you do not believe and you're baptized, you're just getting wet. You're not. It's not doing anything. It's You're getting wet. And if you do believe and are baptized, well, you're still getting wet. But with belief, it is showing um, a, a public announcement that I am one with Christ. That's what baptism is. I'm one with Christ. So, okay, let me get off that baptism rabbit trail. And I think I may have a video out there or a podcast uh, going more in depth about baptism. Verse 24 continued. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. When you believe, then there is no judgment. You have passed from death to life. Romans 8 and 1. There is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. In John 3:36a, who believe whoever whoever back that whoever again whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Notice none of those verses that I just read say baptism is necessary. It's belief. Right? Hearing the word and believing is what is needed to have eternal life. It is a free gift. Romans, and I'm going to close with this verse here. We'll stop this study with this verse here. Romans 6.23 For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Alright, so that I know that was quick. 14 minutes, kind of like how I want to try and keep it. Uh, short and sweet. So again, if you're in uh, Hill City, South Dakota, on May 20th, we're having the second annual bike lesson at the Little White Church. Come by, register for the ride, go to the bike lesson service, have coffee and donuts beforehand, and lunch after the ride around uh, Mount Rushmore. Okay. All right, now. I don't know how well it's going to show up, if it's going to be backwards or not. I don't know how this thing produces things. You got a Harley Davidson? You need work done on Hill City Cycle. Scooter is awesome. And uh, his mechanics are Harley Davidson certified. So, with that said, if you're in Hill City, South Dakota on Sunday, by the Little White Church. We have an 8.30 service and a 10.15 service with fellowship in between the two. Child care is provided and children's church is provided. And so, you know, I guess that's it. I hope you uh, got something out of this. I know it was short and sweet. Or at least it was short. I don't know. Maybe you might not think it was sweet. But I appreciate if you uh, like my videos. 
on my podcast. Uh, leave me comments. Uh, subscribe. Appreciate it. Let me know what you think. May you have a most awesome weekend. God bless.